welcome. This is the It's All Geek to Me podcast. All right. Welcome to the first episode, or it could be episode zero, I'm not sure yet, of It's All Geek to Me podcast. I didn't really have much planned other than maybe talk about what we did last year, but then today I got a message from Peach and she seems to be very fired up about something, so I'm going to let her, well, we were going to kind of talk about this game anyway, so maybe we'll get into that. Anyway, Peach Wants Revenge is with me. That's where you can probably, well, that's definitely where you can find her on Twitch. I'm Gamers Behaving Badly TV, or they call me Gamer, but that's uh, where we're doing this live say hello peach hello all right so we were going to discuss what you know what 2020 well we all know what happened in 2020 because so i was going to actually do the podcast in 2020 but we kind of got invited to a party that we didn't want to get invited to some people got a vip pass some did not uh, i got a pass yeah, it was no, the you... worst party i've ever been to and i never wish to attend ever yeah. again well i, I think we originally wanted to talk about cyberpunk 2077 just in regard to the massive trash fire that has started to brew in its wake regardless of whether you like the game whether you hate the game it's kind of hard to ignore even though i think a lot of the journalism in regard to it has died down for now i don't know what did you want to bring up originally in regard to it well i mean we we were all kind of looking forward to it now some people were more hyped than others i I mean i try to not get hyped on on games anymore because you know the last game that i pre-ordered was fallout 76 and we all know how that went although going in i kind of knew that was going to be the case but i love fallout so i'm a sucker so you know whatever but with with cyberpunk you know we kind of hoped it would be good i mean it's been in development for a long time but as it got closer and of course you know no preview copies for the old consoles and like and you're hearing things and the internet's the internet. You're going to hear shit anyway. But when you get into, as you get closer and closer, you're hearing the stuff, you go, okay, you know what? Just have low expectations. You won't be disappointed. You know, should they have, it's not the first company that restricts, you know, preview copies and all that stuff. So whatever, um, maybe, you know, it's a whole little conversation to say, okay, should they have done what they did as far as, you know, the way they handled it? I know shareholders are not happy. There's lawsuits and whatever. That's a whole other legal thing. I think there was a lot of pressure on both sides, to be honest, because, I mean, the investors were getting antsy. The game had been delayed, what, three times? Oh, absolutely. I think, and I think what I, which is entirely ironic, is, okay, game gets delayed. Internet goes crazy. Starts making all kinds of memes. Starts getting all kinds of angry. Starts sending death threats to the developer. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what happened with the last delay. Okay, fine. Game comes out. Same people that sent death threats that were upset that the game hadn't come out are the same people that are shitting on the game. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I'm sorry, but I, I don't know what you expected. You could have waited a couple more months or even a year, and it might have been different, but I think you guys would have been angry one way or another. So, I mean, is the game that bad, I think is the real question. Now, I have probably played more of it than you. Yeah, so. yeah. it actually gives yeah. me headaches, which I normally don't get. I mean, I used to get, I used to be prone to headaches, but as far as video gaming, I never get them, but it's actually been giving me some physical headaches, which I've heard someone else mention as well. But yeah, you definitely have played more of, more of it than I have, so. Well, yeah, I don't want you to play it if you like need to pop some Dramamine or something to like no. even enjoy it. First of all, I think when you're saying it's unplayable on a base PS4, I kind of feel like that's an over-exaggeration because I have a base PS4. That's what I'm playing it on. Now, does it run great? No. Does it crash once in a while? Yes. Did, have I seen some seriously weird things? Yes. I, I was walking around naked and didn't realize I was walking around naked wondering why I was dying so easily. It was probably because of the freaking just, just, just boobies all day. But um, honestly, how many games have we played that were really freaking glitchy and crashed all the time that we didn't sue the developers over? Well, yeah, I mean, I played on Xbox, and it wasn't great either uh, as far as glitchiness, but I played Fallout games. I played, you know, I, I streamed Skyrim, New Vegas. Seth. and had, Yeah, exactly, all those games. Like, I, I streamed New Vegas, and the glitches were part of the, the fun. I mean, mm-hmm. it was crazy. Like, Boone would get stuck in a mountain, and, and I'd have to restart the game, but, I, I, hey, if he's going to be doing that, I'm going to make, you know, I'm going to make a joke out of it. And, you know, it didn't, it didn't kill the experience. It was just part of the experience, uh, just like... Being in Second Life, if you're in Second Life, that's still got to be a glitchy piece of crap. But um, you say about not having clothing on. How many nights did that happen? Anyone that's in, been in Second Life in the past knows you, you were, you <laughs> oh, were we naked a lot. Second Life. We no. don't talk about Second Life. I mean, that's not a game. Let's let's face it. That's a, no, a way of that, life. 
that's a dumpster fire. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but you're right. I mean, it's it wasn't perfect. You know, there's there obviously is a story in there. You know, it's not exactly the way we wanted it to come out for sure, but it is what it is at this point. But yeah, I mean, there's. I guess we went in knowing okay, this could be really crappy to play, but let's see what we can get out of it because we own the game now. I mean, I own the game. I was going to get the game anyway, so it is what it is. So let's try to make the best out of it. And so far, what I played of it, I enjoyed it, but I, I'm not that deep into it still. Um, I've gotten, you know, distracted by other games and, and other situations. Plus, I work. So, you know, I try to balance it out. Now I'm trying to do a podcast with you and, and whatever. It definitely, well, yeah. you know, it definitely, you know, makes you busy. But yeah, you've definitely put some time in it finally. And anyway, you're much deeper into it than I am, which is probably well, why you have say. a certain opinion but that's okay <laughs> we'll get to that i will say my favorite experience thus far is when you go into the food warehouse with jackie and get into the shootout with maelstrom because we got into the firefight he bumped me and i somehow got stuck to his character model so it was like i had been thrown over his shoulder but my knee was also fused into his chest so i couldn't get away from him exactly. he was just carrying me around while on fire because the, the the net runner decided to um overload one of us i, I think it was him i don't know so that was a unique experience because we got dislodged dislodged buy a grenade together and i call me jackie we, we just buy me a drink first um yeah exactly <laughs> that that was interesting i don't know in terms of like an actual cyberpunk experience i don't know i feel like it's a little bit superficial because i mean there is a lot of commentary on whether or not ai is sentient or not you get into that later on in the game regarding a very another central character like i don't know how much you want me to spoil here there's also a side quest regarding that but i don't i don't know i haven't really encountered anything that really gets into that deeply other than this one specific character evil corporations a given nobody likes arasaka decentralization it's kind of there the evils of technology the oversaturation of technology it's it's all there it's all implied but i kind of feel like it gets lost in the gameplay a little bit because i mean if you're running around getting all these cool cars and slick shiny guns and mantis arms to slaughter the enemy gangs with or whatever like are you really thinking about deep cyberpunk themes Probably not. Yeah. Which, I mean, just... it's fine. It's, it is what it is. It's a video game. So, I mean, you should have fun with it. But in terms of, like, being on par with other cyberpunk media, not... I don't know. I don't feel it from that, but it's not to say that that's true or not. I would have to say that you'd have to find your truth for yourself in that regard. Yeah, I mean, is it is it like because Deus Ex is another or whatever? You know, what I mean, like uh, yes, Adam Jen, whatever. Yeah, you you, you enjoy those games, and I played through yes. part of those games. Does that feel more cyberpunky to you than? You know, because you're right. I mean, Politically, more... yes, because there's a lot of corporate espionage and corporate backstabbing going on in that game. There's a lot of basic human rights being brought into question in that game because, like, you know, how everybody's augmented and, like, there was a virus or, like, you know, something that happened at the end of Human Revolution where um, everybody with augments went freaking crazy and caused this giant massacre. So, like, people that are augmented aren't trusted in Mankind Divided. People are like, so when are you going to fly off the handle and murder me kind of things going on. So, like, there's a lot of, like, social commentary, which there is some of that in, in Cyberpunk as well, but Cyberpunk's is more along the lines of, like, idiocracy with guns if that makes any sense that's the vibe i get from it hmm. which again and i do mean the luke wilson movie yeah i don't know i mean it's it didn't hook me so i mean i, I like the story so far but it has it's not the game that i and it's not because of the glitches so much is and i mean yeah it, it is giving me like actual headaches but but there's other games that kind of pull me back in we won't even get into our genshin well, you've been. No, we'll talk I about haven't that another time. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. I, I have no idea. Like, say, I, I need to put more time into that. But it's a game I think about. I got to play it again. I got to play it again. Whereas, I could I, with Cyberpunk, I go. You know what? I can wait till the patches come out. What this one's supposed to be one this month and next month, and see what happens. And if not, I have other games to play. I mean, I I actually sat down the other night for fun. I couldn't decide what to play. I only had a few minutes, so I actually I actually jumped into Saints Row Saints Row Four. <laughs> For like, you know what I mean, and I enjoyed it. Oh, I was yeah. like, and like, I, I kind of feel like Cyberpunk is a lot like Saints Row or GTA. Like, not exactly the same. Like, I'm not gonna like. It, it's still like comparing apples and oranges. But I'd say that experience is a lot closer to what's happening with Cyberpunk than say Deus Ex. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a lot of like crazy, mindless fun. And there's a lot of fun to be had in Cyberpunk. The glitches that people should be angry about are the crashes and the corrupted save data. Yeah, which, like like yeah, Rick has they, run into. Since fixed that. Yeah, exactly. But, like, yeah, no, I can understand being mad about that. That kind of stuff is unforgivable. But if you're mad about somebody levitating six feet off the ground, wearing no pants, I'm sorry. You need to find the humor in that situation. Yeah. I find 
It's not the it's not the worst glitches we've seen in the game, and you know that way. So and and maybe they, people expect it better than you know because it's been in development so long. But it's not the only game that's been developed for a while. It's still play, again Fallout seventy six, the first, <laughs> still now. <laughs> it's, it, go play that for a bit and and t- come back and talk to me. But no, like I don't know, like I have bigger complaints about the plot itself. Like a lot, like I said, a lot of it feels kind of superficial. Because mm-hmm. like okay, so Arasaka is the big bad corporation. You steal from them, so obviously they're not too happy with you. They, I've played this game for at least 45 to 48 hours, which I I don't, like, I've advanced the story to a certain part. I'm not done with it yet, so maybe things are going to change, but as of this moment, in 45 to 48 hours, I have encountered Arasaka once in a scripted encounter, and after that part, like, after that point in time, I have not encountered them since. I'm pretty much free to roam about the city. I even came back to Konpeki Tower, or whatever, and nobody was that angry with me, so I I don't know. I feel like that's kind of strange. Maybe that's intentional? Like, I I don't know. So, like, are we supposed to hate them because Johnny hates them? Because, like, I mean, we're the ones that stole from them, right? I mean, like, they're doing other shady things, obviously. There's evil corporation things, but, again, just... I wonder if you're... if it's deeper than that. I Again, I need to finish the game. Yeah, I wonder I'm if he sure plays another class, it would be us, different, but, too, right? Yeah. You know. That's another thing. Like, your life path doesn't matter much. Like, you can pick Street Kid, Nomad, Corpo. It affects the opening of the game and gives you, like cool little snarky dialogue options and conversation but does using them really come in handy for you does it change the course of any situation really does it you know what i mean does it affect the ending much no does it affect the overall plot no which i mean again i think that people were expecting it to be the witcher 3 cyberpunk 2.0 but i don't know i don't expect cdpr to make the sec- the same game twice but i think that's what a lot of people were looking for as well yeah, I, I think too. I mean, again, you look at that and, you know, certain developers do a game, you know, a, a lot of good games, but they always have a, they'll always have one dud, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and some, and while you look at Bioware, you know, it was Mass Effect and it was Dragon, you know, uh, Dragon, Dragon Age, Age and whatever. Yeah, exactly. And all that. And then all of a sudden they made Anthem and then they got involved in like the other Oh, the Mass Effect didn't go as well. Obviously, I didn't. I didn't mind it. It was what it was, and but it, it wasn't what people thought it was going to be. And now they're like, Bioware really doesn't mean what it used to mean. And they said, Oh yeah, we're going to fix Anthem. Don't worry. And so I mean, it happens. You know, eventually, you know, a, a developer is going to make a game that's not going to you know meet the standards of what the older games were. And I think that's the problem with this one. It had the you know, it, it was The Witcher. It's gonna be the Witcher Cyberpunk edition and it's not really what it turned out to be so no, far. And I, I don't know. I don't think that like takes away any enjoyment in regard to the gameplay. Like if you like bang bang shoot 'em up Borderlands type gameplay, which honestly there's a lot of Borderlands in the DNA too, I feel. Mm-hmm. But I mean if that I mean if you like that, that's cool. It's still fun. But I mean like the police system, like and this is heavily criticized. You can find a lot of videos about how the police system works because nobody's really sure. Like you can cap a couple guys on the street, steal their stuff, and walk away and the cops don't care. But man, if you freaking drive your motorcycle onto the sidewalk and crash into a pile of garbage, there's gonna be at least a one star pursuit chasing you around the city. Yeah, exactly. Or if you accidentally like get into a fender bender, oops, the cops are coming after you, guns blazing. Or like, I don't know, if you cap somebody like on the right night and the right like with the blood moon rising and like it happens to be Thursday and you're wearing purple socks. Then you shoot that person, and then all of a sudden there's a bunch of cops behind you, and they literally do spawn behind you. Like, there's no pursuit, there's no warning like you might find in, say, watchdogs or anything of that nature. They just insta-cops, and, like, a lot of people aren't happy with that. And I can see why, because it's also kind of kind of superficial and... and strange yeah it doesn't it doesn't keep again the the immersion has kind of ruined me i don't know if because if you start seeing the seams of a game and maybe we play too many games that's probably part of it but you can go okay okay that's that system and i see how that works and okay we've done this kind of thing before it's getting to a point too where games it's getting hard to make an original game so even if you are using the same systems but you get you if you get me into a game and go I'm not even thinking about the fact okay this is the same as gta and this is the same as destiny and this is the same as whatever and whatever but I like the story, so I don't care. You got me, and I'll I'll go through. And you don't even think about it, but maybe where this game didn't, 
you know, launched the way it should have. People are starting to see some of that stuff. And maybe it's not really as optimized as well as it should be as far as, you know, yeah, the police system doesn't work quite quite right. And, and now, of course, the fact that in launch rate, it's even more glaring and you're going, yeah, okay, I know what's going to happen here. Or why does it do that? I, I hit a bag of garbage and I shot a guy in the head and there's two different results. And apparently you can't litter in Night City. Or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, no, like, whereas in Deus Ex... You're an Interpol agent, and if you walk around with your gun out in the middle, like, this is in Mankind Divided, by the way, like, I, I think it was in Human Revolution, it's been a while since I played that, but, like, you're a freaking Interpol agent in Mankind Divided, but if you have your gun out in the streets, people see it, they panic, the cops do get involved and come after you, like, you, you know, no, you don't, you don't do things in plain sight in Deus Ex, yeah, exactly. bad, exactly. bad, bad. That's one I still got to play through. I, I haven't played, I played through most of the first one, but I need, I need to play through those, because, you know. I, I don't know. Maybe that maybe that's what I should do till the other games are fixed. Some, I got too many games. I mean, anyway. one or like I don't know. Depending on who you talk to, people will say Human Revolution is the best. Other people say Mankind Divided is the best. Whatever. They're entitled to their opinions. I think both are honestly really great games. I think Mankind Divided, gameplay wise, is a lot better because they improved upon what human revolution already had Mm -hmm. because there was a big glaring fatal flaw in human revolution where if you wanted to play non-lethal you were kind of screwed when you got to the boss fights because there was really no way to (laughs) to handle it because you spec yourself out to be like the stealthiest most non-lethal person ever and then you get into this boss fight where you it's like there you have no chance you you need to pick up a gun and throw down with this dude and you can't so that sucked but i mean Mankind Divided really does not care. If you want to like non-lethally take down even the bosses, that's cool. But, but that but that game definitely engaged you a lot more than whatever. Cyberpunk. Well, your choices also matter in Mankind Divided, by the way. There's like a lot of really glaring, very well, Human Revolution as well. Like there's a lot of like turning points where if you don't go to a certain location as opposed to another one, people are gonna die. Or, like, you are going to miss out on a vital piece of information and just, like, uh, what do I do? That kind of thing. Like, I, I don't get that feeling in Cyberpunk, to be honest. Like, I did a little bit in the prologue, but then after the prologue was over, I realized that nothing mattered, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, whatever yeah. you say, it's fine. You just get different dialogue. And that's okay. Like, I mean, it, it gives you a different flavor, I guess. It gives you something that you've never heard before. You can shoot a cyber psycho with lethal ammo and they'll still count as alive and Regina will be happy. It's like I blew this guy away point blank with a shotgun. Somehow he's still alive and Regina's giving me money for it. She's not even angry that I fought this guy and blew him away with a shotgun. So that's probably a glitch, I'm guessing. Or, well, I don't know. Like with Skippy, they say you're supposed to aim for the legs or something. And if you aim for their legs, then they're just going to be, they're still going to be alive, which I guess makes sense. But I don't know. I feel like if you aim a shotgun at somebody's leg, they're still going to die. They're going to bleed out from missing their leg. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It depends on just, it just depends. Like, if you just want to wander around a gigantic, expansive map and have adventures, then yeah, that's really fun because you can do that. I highly recommend you do that. Like, I've been playing with the photo mode a lot, and that's also really fun, even though the photo mode is not the greatest. Yeah, because you're, you're always posting stuff on Twitter, like, look at that, look at I took, look at look at this, look at that. All know. the uh, all the pictures of the men that I can't romance, romance, because they only gave me two romance options for male V or female V, and I don't like any of them. Yeah, yeah there you go, exactly. <laughs> We'll get to that some other day, because it doesn't matter, ultimately. Like, whether you romance Judy, whether you romance River, whatever, it doesn't mean anything. It's like, it's a prize. Like, oh, hey, you slept with River. Good job. You get a sticker. Like, okay. it does. It, you just get cute text messages from them, and that's fine, too, I guess. It just... Have we gotten to this point as a society where, like, we can't connect with real people, so we're going to go on a fake scripted date with a fake person? Like, I, you know what I mean? I was waiting for comfort characters to come up, but well, we all... <laughs> Usually I get... She types that in my chat when I say it. <laughs> now I get to hear her say it, actually, so that's hilarious. I'm um, sorry. I, I, that's, that's a... That's a new fandom thing that I can't get behind. I'm sorry. I just I got favorite characters, but I ain't gonna go that far, baby. No, oh, that's that's another that's another podcast. We'll do comfort mm-hmm. characters. I know, you know. Ugh. Vomit. And then we'll have a whole but, podcast on the Lisa mission in Genshin, but we won't go there either. <laughs> we'll call Chris Hansen another day. So <clears throat> yeah, that's another. <laughs> Yeah, Genshin. We'll have a we'll have a Genshin podcast at some point. Um, we should probably have one about Ganyu, but that's another conversation entirely. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had a chance to really dig into that yet. So yeah, that's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. 
you're deeper, like I said, you're deeper into the story. So you messaged me today and you said, well, you know, I'm going to do cyberpunk, blah, blah, blah. You obviously have gotten deep enough that you have opinions about how the certain parts of the story is going. And now you're conflicted on how you feel about the story. Because up, because up till then you were, oh, Jackie's cool. And we're going to get into the, we're going to get into some of the darker stuff. And this is a spoiler. This um will spoil part of the story for people. So, I mean, if you want to click off now, this, um this would be a good time. It's kind of, it's, it's very heavy. I would say that it is trigger warning material because it does involve sexual assault and other things of that nature. Is that fair to say? I think oh, yeah. it's fair to say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, what discouraged me from playing, and I'm not sure, like, this is personal to me, first of all, I want to say, I'm not saying, oh, Cyberpunk's a bad game, because this, this, this is in the game, you shouldn't like it, you shouldn't play it, you're, you, you, what do you think about it, it doesn't matter now. No, this is just how I feel about it, and why I'm kind of conflicted about continuing with the game, because it just kind of made me not want to bother with it. Evelyn Parker. Have you met her yet? I've met her, yes. So she's this character that you're introduced to. She's meant to be an associate with you on the heist with Dex. And she's introduced very sexy, like a femme fatale. And that's cool. That's a character archetype. You see it all the time. Something that I thought was a little weird is when you talk shop with her in the sexy setting, you're in that room with the holographic stripper on the table or whatever. But that part's not what I found weird because, I mean, you're in, a, you're in a strip club anyway. Part that I thought was weird is when you literally lose control over your character while Evelyn's talking and your gaze automatically goes over to the table where the stripper is like it's not something you do it's something the camera literally does for you and I was just like so wait a minute wait a minute we're talking shop we're supposed to be talking about the heist so what you're trying to like imply to me is that what Evelyn is saying isn't important um I'd say it is important considering I'm about to infiltrate fucking Compeki Plaza where all these corporate goons are just waiting to shoot my ass for stealing stuff from them but sure let's look at some breasticles that was terrible it's like she's automatically disregarded in the narrative before anything even happens to her but like I ignored that because I'm like okay we're still early in the game and we got to hook the goopy brains so they can they got something to look at so there's your breasts good job what happens to her after the heist however like she disappears Okay, like, you're supposed to go find her after the incident, and Judy doesn't know where she is. And apparently she went back to the brothel she worked in. She works at Clouds as a doll, where she's got these high-end implants that essentially allow her to become whatever the person she's... Whatever her client wants, or whatever, she becomes that person, and then she forgets about it after she, you know, is done with the session. She doesn't mm -hmm. remember any of it. So that's a high-end implant, apparently, according to this world. But what happens is she's essentially hacked with a virus that renders her comatose, but aware of her surroundings, okay? So her boss repeatedly rapes her, but she's unresponsive, so he pawns her off to a ripper doc. The Ripper Doc can't fix her. So the Ripper Doc hi hires the Fixer. I'm pretty sure it's the Fixer that you even talked to in that area. Wakako? Or like Wakako? Like the old lady mm -hmm. that owns the Pachinko parlor. She oh, right on. Yeah, yeah. It. Yeah. Yep. She arranges it so Maelstrom gets a hold of her. Remember those guys? The ones from the, the, the warehouse with Jackie? Yes. and all them dudes yeah yeah yep. where they um they i mean she's physically abused when you find her like her nose is all bloody like her body's all beat up she's in her in a t-shirt and an underwear or something like that they essentially had her hooked up to make multiple snuff brain dances so she's been assaulted and murdered over and tortured over and over and over again so you find her she's unresponsive you kill all the people that hurt her and you take her home you take her back to judy's or whatever and judy says yeah i'll look after her evelyn is just laying down in in a bed she she isn't responsive you can try to talk to her as v and it, it doesn't it doesn't work apparently eventually this all culminates not in any kind of character arc nothing like she doesn't wake up and she's like okay i want to burn their shit down or anything like that no that, that that doesn't that doesn't happen evelyn ultimately takes her own life and it's more about judy's pain than her own which okay i kind of understand because there's some history between them or whatever and like i mean i don't hate judy i'm not saying there's anything wrong with judy but i don't know i don't feel like that was a good way to handle a storyline like that in my opinion i kind of feel like that's a way to tell is that a way, is that a way of saying a survivor means nothing that they're worthless now that this happened to them so she had to kill herself i i i i, I don't know that kind of that bothered me a lot because I feel like it's there to be reacted to rather than comment on anything. Like, you can argue that it's an illustration of how harsh the world is, but doesn't that kind of go without saying? I mean, there's gunfights everywhere. The sex clubs are like, you can go to a sex club next to a McDonald's. It's not 
abnormal. Everyone's looking to double cross everyone else. There's mountains of garbage everywhere. You like you can imply a lot without ever having to go that far, but the game does go there. And I don't know, as a woman with a history of something similar to that, I'm not saying that for, for, for pity points or attention or anything of that nature, please do not even. That's the last thing I want. I, uh... Yeah, it, it didn't it didn't please me, which isn't to say that it was there to please me. I think it was there for a different kind of audience, and just, I, I don't know where your head is at, man. I really don't. I'm not sure I want to know either. I don't know. I, I, I mean, you can, you can imply... We already had an initial snuff brain dance prior to this. You get that, like, while you're looking for Evelyn. And even in the tutorial, you get that brain dance where there's that armed robbery and the dude's partner in crime kills him. So he, cause the killer brain dances sell for more. So you already have seen stuff like this and it's just as horrific then, but I don't know. I, I feel like they went too far. So, I mean, counter argument, bring it on. No, I mean, it, you know, cause you, you, it's funny how you point things out in games that, that I would have never seen because of course you look at different eyes and not that, not that it wouldn't be sympathetic or looking for it or whatever but you know you talked about the jill valentine death scene and what resi 3 remake oh that oh, i never uh... i mean i of course i didn't play the game because i i'm not a you yeah, know uh, it's it... not just a death scene uh you die if you don't have a green herb essentially what he's talking about is a scene in resident evil 3 remake where there are tentacle spiders made by a plant and she gets grabbed by the neck lifted up and a giant tentacle is shoved down her throat and it looks rather fellatio-like, and you know that that was not there for the general audience, shall we say? Yeah, because some and people if you may never pick to up heal on that. Her bunch of baby spiders rip their way out of her her stomach. Yeah, because I've actually listened to a podcast where they talk about you know the game, and that was just oh the, some of the some of the scenes like that, were, they, but they never really caught the meaning it's not that they're stupid it just they never really thought just like oh that was a horrible way to die or whatever that was a horrible thing to happen right not thinking oh hold it now wait a minute what what are they getting at here so yeah you're right it's definitely it, it's interesting when and that's why you know we have conversations in my stream you do too as well and discord and whatever we just have very interesting people that have different points of view but i'm amazed someone will say oh did you ever think of it this way before and it's like no i didn't and it's so i mean we all learn from each other which is you know why we're doing this but yeah I, I never would have you know of course i didn't know about that because i didn't play the game but other people have played the game and never even think of it that way they yeah, just think like, it's a horrific you know horrific scene to, to have in a game you know which and is maybe it is like maybe i'm just being oversensitive maybe it's just bringing back like bad memories for me but what kills me is i think i found a grand total of two articles about this like nobody's talking about it exactly. either people haven't played that far or they just didn't think of it, which I mean, hey, I mean, whatever, perception is everything. But that's the first time I've ever been like, wow, I don't want to play this right now. I don't know if I want to continue. And again, I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm not saying anybody shouldn't, because like, uh, there's a lot of fun to be had in that game. There's a lot of interesting things you can find if you explore and ignore the glitches and the crashes. But yeah, that I'm kind of surprised that nobody's talking about that. Yeah, I mean, you're going into a cyberpunk game knowing that, again, there's going to be edginess. There's going to be the ads alone around the city. If you're offended at all, don't play Don't play the game. Yeah, no, like it's a hyper-sexualized <laughs> game, and it do that does tie into cyberpunk themes, which is being overloaded with information, oversaturated with information, and it's always catering to like the lowest common denominator, which is food, sex, and violence, lizard brain, here we go. And, like, I mean, that's... That's common. You see that a lot. It, I, that doesn't bother me. I mean, it kind of is reflective of the society that Night City is, has living in it, you know, whatever. But the fact that they go that far and they kind of just use it as like a shock. easily generated shock, shock or value. pain. Yeah. I, I don't know. It kind of makes Evelyn Parker less of a character and more of a plot device, I guess, which yeah. I don't know if I, I like either, but... I think I need more time to process to adequately talk about it. Well, it's it's good to talk about this, though, because at one time, you, you I mean, way back, when you played Pong, you never had to worry about this stuff, right? When you, no. you know, when you play Fall Guys, even, you go, okay, I'm not, you know, nothing, unless there's, I don't know, unless you, we had the pigeon outfits, unless you're afraid of pigeons or something, you probably, it's a good chance you're not going to be going into Fall Guys and coming out going, oh my God, you know, I, I didn't expect that. But when you play a game like this, yeah, you kind of go in, but there might be something again that you went through yourself that you go, no, that's taking me to a place I don't want to go right now. And all I want to do is play a video game, right? I just want to mm -hmm. get lost in something. So if people don't know that, I mean, and, and not really spoiling the story as much to say, okay, 
if you've gone through something like this, just letting you know that there may be something in here that you have to prepare yourself for. So just be mm-hmm. ready, you know, without spoiling things. Or me, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you definitely want to prepare people for this stuff, right? Well, and it's also a matter of how far is too far. Like, do we really exactly. need that? Yep. Like, I mean, it's this isn't the only game that covers this. I'd say Outlast Two is a game that really takes it too far. Um, we should talk about that another time because holy crap. In short, out of con- in context, out of context, whatever you want to call it, Outlast 2 actually does have your protagonist and your main, and the, like the protagonist's wife both are sexually assaulted, and they wanted to have that in the first game, and people said, no, you shouldn't do it. So they didn't do it in the first game, but man, they did it in the sequel. And just, again, do we really need that? Like, is it necessary? Or are you guys doing it for all the wrong reasons? Because I wouldn't care so much if it was handled in a respectful manner or led to some kind of logical character arc or whatever. But no, in Cyberpunk, she just freaking kills herself, slits her wrists in the bathtub, and you find her dead. And I'm just like, hmm, wow. Imagine how many survivors we've lost, like, to this. And imagine how many people decided not to do that. We could have gone there. We could have talked about it. We could have made a statement, but... No, we're saying that you're worthless if this happens to you. Yeah, throw it, throw a character, which shouldn't. Just throw, shouldn't you, just throw yourself away. You're worthless. You've been violated. You don't mean anything. Just slit your wrists. Okay. Exactly. That's, no, no, that 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 I, I can't, I can't subscribe to that. <laughs> I I can't. Yeah, I mean, so. it, it, I don't know. Yeah, and, and I and I see your point because I mean, it definitely there's there's going to be stories where that's going to be part of it. But how can we make this? We we always talk about characters. We've talked about this in the past too. Characters that just kind of get thrown away in stories for no reason, and and you go, or movies or whatever, you know, there were games, and and you go, wait a minute, okay, so we got invested in this character for like years now, and all of a sudden you just throw him away for no reason. We won't even get into Luke Skywalker. I know Cassie is Cassie is in the in the in the chat right now. (laughs) But I mean, baby, I promise we will get into Star Wars one day. We will gladly talk Star Wars one day. But but it's yeah, exactly. Like, don't just throw them away. If you're going to have a character tragically end their life, do something with that. You know, you don't have to have a message and everything. But geez, don't just okay. She was a character. Now she's laying in a bathtub dead. Ah, it's yeah, that would have been an opportunity <laughs> to talk about something serious, though. Like, I don't care, like, what you believe or whatever. Like, I, I don't know. I just feel like that would have been something that deserves a statement or whatever. But that wasn't the statement they should have been making, if yeah. that makes sense at all. Yeah, and, so, and, and if it bothered you, it's going to bother other people as well. So Yeah, and I'm not, again, I'm not saying we shouldn't ever cover this. I'm not saying that we should just pretend it doesn't exist or something like that. No, I just kind of feel like it was rather ham-fisted. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it, It's like they assume that their audience is one way and one way only, and they don't really think about what, they're, what kind of content they're putting out. Yeah, I mean, again, it's we're, we're, we're in a, an age where... You know the industry, as far as the video game industry now. Again, you, you don't you don't have pong where people are just moving a, a stick back and forth and hitting whatever. Well, something that looks like a ball back and forth as well. A lot of different people play video games. It's just not guys, first of all. It's a it's yeah, everybody, no. and you got to think. Okay, now how, what do I want to do with this story? What do I want to do with this? And just think about that. I mean, not again. Not that you have to tell a message for everything, but if you're, it, let's face it, cyberpunk is trying to be an experience so they're uh, they're not fall guys fall guys are not trying to tell you a story you know (laughs) no but like i mean i feel like it was just manufactured emotion for the sake of manufactured emotion yeah exactly I, I, i don't know like you don't really genuinely have any connection to this character after the prologue more or less like she doesn't speak much outside of the you know the past memories that you get out of her with jody which also judy excuse me so it's i don't know it's not handled gracefully is what I'm trying to say. So. so so now you have to decide whether, well, again, it's just a matter of maybe taking some time and do I yeah. want to play any more of this? Because, again, I'm not saying that's, oh, this part is bad. Don't play the whole game. Don't. Because, again, I need to finish the game to really write a full review on it. But so far, it feels a little superficial. So, like, yeah. in terms of, like, cyberpunk themes and writing and the experience as a whole, it's fun. But am I eager to go back to it and replay it and see different things in it? No, because I don't really feel like we're going to get anything that different other than, like, different dialogue if I chose to go Corpo or Nomad as opposed to the street kid that I'm playing as. I, I don't know. It, it's more like a Borderlands or a GTA experience than a true cyberpunk experience. 
which isn't to say that there aren't other good things to say about it, because I'd say that the voice acting is really good. I would say that the art direction is really good. This, the design of the city, quite interesting, because there's a lot of places to explore, a lot of places to get in trouble, and the loot system, if you like looting, oh boy, we got the game for you. I've yeah, been running around with 48 ashtrays in my back pocket just because, you know what, I don't care, whatever it is, I'm going to pick it up and sell it. It's the kind of game it is. So, I mean, you either you take the good and the bad... Just be aware that there's things in the game that nobody's talking about right now because everybody's so damn angry about the fact that, you know, you can be running around pantsless on a motorcycle, which I think they patched out, sadly, and I am so disappointed. They should have left that part in. <laughs> that, that's, that's a, a feature. feature. Exactly. Not a glitch. Exactly. Yeah, ashtrays, ashtrays and cards in Cyberpunk are becoming my tin cans and fall. I don't even want to talk about tin cans and Fallout. I don't, I'm so embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Actually, they got ashtrays and Fallout too. Oh my god, I never thought about that. Ashtrays um, and cards, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even talk about how many tin cans I have in my Fallout Three locker. I'm afraid to. I'm afraid to load that game up again because I know it's going to crash. Yep. It's it's a bad it's a bad thing for me. And again, I think they patched that out too, like how your game started crashing more based upon like how many things you had in your inventory. Yeah, they did. I think they that was one of the patches they had because that's bad as well for anyone that's a hoarder of any sort, or even if you're not. It what it it just yeah you, you need to be able to. I mean, for a game where you're going to be crafting and whatever and collecting that much loot, you kind of need to be able to have a few things in your inventory so don't let it crash on me please or exactly cor- or to save or whatever well no. to be honest like the crafting system also feels a little superficial because i can honestly say that i've only used it like five times which i might be doing it wrong but like i don't think i need to craft any health items where if you just walk around the city and just look around and avoid driving from place to place you're gonna find a million of those health things like just laying around that yeah. you can pick up and nobody cares that you've been picking them up i've got like a surplus of over 80 of those in my back pocket because i've got quantum pockets baby have i crafted anything no have i bought a couple things from the ripper docks yes yeah, it's the- there if you wanna <laughs> Yeah, in the short time I played it, I have not really messed too much with uh, the crafting. You know, there's certain games where crafting is a thing, and depending on the game. Now, like say Fallout 76, I have crafted a bit when I was playing that because you know I wanted a, be- a little better weapon, whatever, and blah blah blah. But there's other games where crafting is a thing, and like you do it maybe if they force you to do it in a couple, you know, a couple missions. But you don't really mess with it after that. You don't really because it doesn't. It's really not necessary because again, you can find enough stuff. You go, okay, I really don't need to make health packs. I don't need to. And I, I pulled a better weapon off of, of that guy I just killed than I could make. What's the point, right? So I got the Overwatch rifle. I have no need of anything ever again in my life. But I don't even necessarily need to use that because I found a quick hack. And like, there's a really like, it's a ridiculously overpowered build. You can find the video anywhere on YouTube. A guy named Tagback TV made it. Yeah, he I know found Tagback. This... Yep. He yeah. found this ridiculously strong quick hack that you can just, you know, save the game in the area where you have a chance of getting it and keep resetting until you do get it by playing the hacking minigame. But it essentially gives you a crit rate that is so high that it turns any gun, regardless of its rarity, its power, no matter what, it turns it into a one-hit kill weapon. Oh, wow. It's okay. ridiculously broken. There's a couple other augments that you might want to put into your body, like from a ripper dock or whatever, to make it more reliable. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty freaking overpowered. So I've been running around with that. And just everything dies very easily. And just can you imagine finding... Because you can get it early in the game. Like as soon as you are set free of just about, you can get it whenever you want. So that part is interesting as well. But I mean, like how many people have found builds that are possibly better than that? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how soon until you can absolutely break the game with no consequences. Yeah, exactly. No, And I mean, people are... Especially again now with YouTube and and Twitch and all the, all the streaming and stuff like that. I mean, people are that's all they do. I mean, they want to go out and break games and show you how to do things. So obviously, someone's going to get into Cyberpunk pretty deep in a, in a short amount of time. And go, oh, by the way, here's what you do, <laughs> and and you know, then everybody's doing it. At one time, you, you didn't have that. You had a magazine that might get once a month or something, and then they might have had a cheat code where you pressed a certain amount of buttons just to get infinite health. But now it's like people are doing this. They're figuring out the games, and they're they're saying, okay, this is the build. And games are more complicated maybe now, too. I don't know in a lot of ways with all the different systems and all that stuff. But, but yeah, there's people that are going to do that. They're going to find out a way to, to break the game pretty pretty quickly in. And if, and if you watch that stuff, you're going to be able to do it, too. So, it's kind of a consequence-free world. I mean, unless you accidentally crash your motorcycle into the sidewalk and, you know, accidentally bump somebody's knee and give them a bruise, then the cops come after you. But I'm running around blackjacking people with an adult toy. <laughs> I mean, I, the cops don't care about that, apparently. 
So you can get this amazing quick hack. You can take down enemies like your John Wick while he provides commentary, by the way. And that's it. You just run around looting and go from quest to quest. Your dialogue doesn't really affect the ending or branch any... Well, I mean, it kind of affects the ending. The ending can be affected in a couple of ways based on what you do in the late, late, late game past the point of no return. Yeah. But, like, up to that point, not at all. We've all played games where there's dialogue choices and you go, it really doesn't matter? Like, other than maybe a little different sentence after the fact, it may... But I mean, it, I don't know. Some games, some games will make you. Feel I mean, The Witcher Three. Like, I, I wasn't expecting The Witcher Three. I don't think that that they were ever going to achieve that level of prestige, or whatever, with Cyberpunk. I never thought they were going to because, like, lightning doesn't strike twice. But there were some things that I wish they'd incorporated. And also, by the way, people forget how glitchy and fucked up The Witcher 3 was when it first came out, by the way. Exactly. But I don't know. Even in Mass Effect, like, if you said the wrong thing or didn't have enough Paragon points or Renegade points, certain things were locked out. You couldn't save certain people. You couldn't win certain people over to your side. You didn't have, like, I mean, like, did you, like, I don't know, in Mass Effect 1, did you talk Saren into shooting himself? Or did you actually have to fight him? Uh, I think I had to fight him, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because yep. if you aren't 100% full Paragon, you can't talk him into shooting himself and getting yep. a much easier boss fight. That's the kind of thing that I was looking for with Cyberpunk. And there's a little bit of that, but nothing that significant either thus far in like at least 48 hours. Yeah, even even in Fallout, I went with like a high charisma build because you know Anime Hero said try no try high charisma, and I never did that in a game very much, but he always does. So I did, and then the boss, who's the boss again? I can't remember. Anyway, he just said, okay, and went in his tent. Huh. I don't fight? What? What is this? And I didn't, I didn't, So, but obviously I've seen other videos where there's a fight. So I, I so you don't, that's what I mean. Like, it seems like in those games and other games, yeah. But I mean, there's, a, I don't know, maybe we just expect that now when there's a difference in, especially a game like that, you're thinking, okay, there's going to be a difference, more of a difference, but I maybe I think it's not. more... That's definitely more of the RPG element, though. Like, you were expecting more RPG choices. Like, do you have enough Paragon points to pacify Miranda and Jack? Because you can't t- you can't take a side in that fight, or you're going to lose Miranda or Jack eventually. Like, that kind of... Those kind of stakes. There's nothing that high in Cyberpunk. Ooh, you, like, you might, like, miss out on, like, a, with a romance with whoever you think is cutest or whatever, but, like doesn't really affect anything either whether you hook up with them or not so does it really matter exactly (laughs) with everything that cyberpunk is right now and obviously there's going to be updates and it depends on the platform you you're playing it on and all that you know i don't the next gen uh console ones aren't isn't even out yet i can't remember when they said that was going to be out but because i mean if you're if you're playing on a ps5 or a new xbox you're still playing the last generation or well the generation you and i are playing versions so but i guess considering all the glitches and all the stuff that went on and some of the story beats that may not be for everybody you know i guess we'd still kind of say give it a try but Maybe wait till, I mean, at this point, if you haven't bought it at this point, probably wait till they get everything fixed that they're going to fix. I mean, again, some games get worked on for years before they fix them. You know what I mean? Like Witcher wasn't, a, like you say, a success right away, too. I don't know how long it took. When I played Witcher, it was all fixed. By the time yeah, I got no, around to Witcher. It took at least two to three years for the yeah. Witcher 3. Like I was I was at least a couple years into it. I was late to the party in Witcher 3. But when I, when I played it, I don't, I didn't, but I knew of the, I knew of the issues, but I didn't experience them because by then a lot of that was, was fixed. Right. So, but I mean, maybe this game is the same way. Maybe wait. And, and... Uh, maybe like look into a bunch of the different story missions. Cause uh, I definitely was not expecting it. And I probably should have, like, I probably should have done my research. I probably should have read more articles on it, but you know, y- you don't want spoilers when you're playing through a game blind either. That's so, the problem. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, and and again, on the back of a well, what does the case say? It obviously rated M for mature, and it's going to say the the basic. Yeah, and I, I get it. I'm not saying that like that you shouldn't play the game, but I also feel like you should probably think about this a little bit more. Yeah. Too. Because all you're going to get is blood and gore, intense violence, nudity, strong language, use of drugs and alcohol, strong sexual content. And you're going to say, oh, no shit. Because you figure that all that would be in that game. Because uh, no one mm-hmm. the subject matter, right? You're going to feel, okay, it's, it's going to well, be yeah. But, I mean, it but doesn't really more... tell you if you're, you know, if, if this has happened to you, maybe this is this part of it might not be for you or whatever. I mean, that's where and you... And even if it hasn't, 
is this being, I don't know, is it art or is it shock value? You know what I mean? Uh, like that's something a, you a, should ask yourself. Yeah. Actively think about it because you might not have those parts and you might not consider it, but a lot of people might not understand it unless it happens to them. And I hope to whatever powers there are that it does not happen. Because, yeah, exactly. You know. And like but, you said, there was very few people talking about it, so, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's Which is surprising thing. to me. Honestly, I, I'm a little, well, I guess it's, well, you know, I'm just kind of surprised that there's, like, there aren't more people on Reddit arguing about this, because usually that's where you find all the arguments. But, no, there were, like, maybe two articles, and maybe, like, they mention it in the Wikipedia page for the character, and that's it. Really? Okay, well, there you mm-hmm. go, exactly. Yeah, so the right person maybe not hasn't got a hold of it or it hasn't you know and i guess i don't know who knows maybe maybe again it, a lot of the a lot of the attention has again been on the financial stuff and the, the, the shareholders and the fact that it launched the way it did the lawsuit exactly all that stuff so they're not really maybe that's getting lost in the shuffle you know stuff like that because normally let's like say there, it doesn't take much for something like that to come to the forefront and say oh the, by the way this is kind of wrong you know so yeah i think it's just the other stuff that's going on that is kind of maybe taking the attention away from it because that's the thing that people want to talk about that's what that's what the youtubers and the and and, and all those people that they want to clickbait stuff that's what they're that's what they're going you know that's what they're talking about is all the financial stuff and because that, I guess, fit, fit, maybe affects a bigger base of people. Because, uh, like, all of us bought the game. You know, maybe. Maybe that's what it well, is. Well, yeah, I don't and know. It, it does. Well, I mean, like, CDPR's credibility is definitely on the line at the moment. Because they did promise a lot in the trailers that we did not get in the final product. A Absolutely. lot of things were scrapped. Vehicle customization, gone. The ability to wall run, gone. I don't know. A lot of people, I think, were hoping for, like, full CGI cutscenes as well, like, in the trailers. They did spoil a certain death in the game, like, in one of the trailers, which I didn't watch because I was like, okay, well, we know that they're going to possibly pull a Kingdom Hearts 3 and show us the whole damn game before it comes out, so I'm not going to watch this. But, yeah, they did spoil a specific character's death that will occur fairly early on in the game. I was a little surprised that it happened a little, like, kind of early on in the game. They spoiled it in a fully CGI, fully acted mocap cutscene. And I think a lot of people might have been a little sad that we don't get to see that because we don't get to see V emote, really. We never get to see their face. We never get to see their reaction. Like, we get to hear their reaction, but, like, you know, sometimes your facial reaction doesn't match up with what you're saying. Yeah, we don't really get any of that. So it kind of also kind of is a detriment to your attachment to V, really. V is kind of just there in a lot of ways, and that might affect some people's enjoyment, I suppose. But I guess it's up to who you are and whether or not you're playing this game for the story or not in the first place. Yeah, because some people just run around and shoot people and, and, I mean, and, and run over garbage that's bags. That's fine. The game, well, the game is definitely uh, encouraging you to do that. So there's plenty of garbage bags to accidentally crash into. Can confirm. If you're upset about that, I can kind of understand. But, I don't know, sending the developers death threats. I mean, really? Just, really? Yeah. Some people have a lot more time in their hands than I do. And uh, the internet, it's not the internet's fault, but it definitely make it, makes it easier to send people stuff like that. And people need to grow up a lot. Oh, well, you know how it is, I guess. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. some people aren't going to want to do that. But yeah, it's it's a game. If it's not for you, don't play it. If you haven't bought it yet, do your research and see if it's something for you. It's a, Hey, it's enough opinion out there now that you, especially now, that you can decide, okay, do I really want to invest money in it? Do I want to wait for a sale? Do I want to wait for someone to buy me a gift card so I can just waste it on something? I mean, whatever. But yeah, it's... You there know, is plenty of fun to be had if you're trying to have fun and you're not going in with the expectation that it's going to be shitty. No. If you're just going to go in and just be like, okay, the game is what it is. We're going to run around this city with an adult toy and we're going to blackjack some people. We're going to take some photos in photo mode and we're going to argue with Keanu Reeves. Let's do it. That part is fun. I can tell. I can honestly 100% vouch for that. You're going to find a lot of really fun Easter eggs. Like there's a guy whose cybernetic genitals malfunction and you have to get him to a doctor. That side quest is really funny. I did that one. Um, there's a sentient vending machine that gives you free drinks. That's also very funny. He's he's crying because he can't see the street. You have to move a dumpster for him. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a multitude of strange things that you can find that are definitely worth finding if you if you can there's a lot of really interesting conversations with the johnny character as well keanu like the keanu reeves character if you do the side missions you get to know him a lot better and he will comment on just about anything you're doing and even 
some of the decisions you make, he'll try to sway you one way or another, which does add to his approval of you one way or another. Now, does it really affect the ending ultimately? Not unless you want the secret ending, but if you want to get to know that character and have some good character moments, then yes, definitely do not skip the side quests. Uh, were you going to mention, too, that the guy that had the malfunctioning uh, appendage is actually a cameo by Jesse Cox? Of course they went. Yeah, yes. that's a, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm just saying. Just yeah, point. a lot of people are put off by, like, the streamer cameos in the game. But that's that's really, I mean, I don't know. I, I wasn't bothered by it. Like, yeah. I, it took me forever to realize that, like, that there's a street preacher who's anti-augmentation and anti-technology. And it took me forever to realize that he's co-carnage. Like, I didn't realize that that's who it was. Yeah, like, sometimes you wouldn't even know. Because I don't watch the guy. So, like, I don't know, exactly. i got nothing against him. It's just not something that I watch. But, like, I don't know. I'm not bothered that he's in the game. Whatever. More power to him. Like, yeah. whatever. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, so, for, like, like we're saying, do your homework. Um, there's a lot of opinions. There's a lot of information out there. Uh, there's still more patches to come. You may not even have the platform you're going to play on. A lot of a lot of chances to still get it and get it maybe on a sale, too. You never know. So, just do your homework and, you know, if, if it's for you have fun with it there is fun to be had what i played of it so far it's just it is fun to run around and when it works it works great there's potential there it just needs just just, just have fun. save often and yep. save in different slots don't don't take your chances exactly exactly scum save as they used to say all right um anyway i am gamer from gamers behaving badly tv where we are going to podcast live every once in a while we'll see how many times a month we'll do this it depends on schedule for me obviously yeah, thank exactly. you for having me and you can find you at peach once revenge on twitch as well also i am on what am i on twitter damn it i never remember what my the official twitter... gbb tv is that what i am i don't even remember Thank you. And you are Peach Once Revenge, but don't you have the A out of once? Because you couldn't I fit am, it in? No, 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 yeah. And I'm also missing an E in Revenge because it was too oh, long. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Damn Twitter handles. So if you want to yell at us, well, me, no, don't yell at us. We're, I mean, we, you can if you want to. I'll just ignore you. <laughs> exactly. We're, we're expecting it once in a while, but that's fine. Anyway, just you can find us there. Thank you for being here. As I always say in my streams... I think I can speak for Peach. The most valuable gift you can give us is your time. We really appreciate the fact that you would do that. Thank you for being here, and we'll be back soon. See you soon. Thank you for listening.